0: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. This is Done on Purpose podcast. I'm excited to have this conversation about how uh, we can live uh, with greater purpose. Um, The purpose of this podcast is to encourage and empower and enrich your life so you can do that. Um, It is previously called the Strong Calm with Aaron Dunn, and we're going to still use those three Cs, Strong Calm, communication. With ourselves, with others, with life ourselves, with life itself, community building—how we build stronger connections with each other through the values that uh, we share—and how those two things, when we build them with strength, lead to stronger company. Whether that's the company that you're building or the company that you keep, and so we're going to do a little bit. uh, We're going to have some difference. We're going to have some uh, new uh, things as, uh, as as we roll into this uh new era of this uh show this program this podcast uh but also we're gonna we're gonna stick with what works as well and so i've got uh dan kimball over in arizona with me dan what's up
1: hey aaron thanks for inviting me on
0: absolutely He is a counselor and coach uh, and will be a new friend uh, that I met through the heroic community. Uh, But before we get started, I'll give a a more uh, professional background on him. I'd love to ground us with a meditation. So, Dan, you ready to join us there? I am, sir. Absolutely. So, uh, let's see, If I'll invite you to close your eyes if you're able to do so. If not, that's fine. And uh, we're just going to breathe in. And out. In. And out. Let's have a conversation that is grounded in wisdom where we know the ultimate game and how to play it well. Self-mastery, the structural reactive and expansive discipline with love, where we're connected, engaged, and encouraging with courage, where we speak and act in the presence of fear, with gratitude, appreciating all the blessings that we have in our lives, with hope, with our mind on our goal, the agency that we have, and the many pathways available to us, with curiosity shining a light on what works and what doesn't, and zest, where we dominate our fundamentals so we have heroic energy. And with that, let's start this great conversation. So Dan, he is a professional, back, uh, he's, a, he's, a gra- he's a graduate from University of Phoenix with a master's degree in counseling and a license by the Arizona Board of Behavioral Health and extensive training and progressive coaching as well. He's a heroic coach, as I mentioned. And he, uh, you can check more about him on path for change path4change.com. And his approach draws from several disciplines, evidence-based techniques, such as cognitive behavioral therapy, motivational interviewing, and positive psychology. Dan, anything else you want to salt and pepper that with?
1: Man, that was a good intro. Um, the only ad I would say is uh, I'm doing the ambassador uh, representation of Heroic as of last week. And I know you are too. So great to have you along with the journey. And I'm super excited about this stuff. It's like Absolutely. Pretty, pretty much a completion of my life calling to work with Brian and all of that so but we'll get into that later (laughs) yes
0: yes we will yes we will and it is a blessing what a blessing it is that we would not have been connected without them and uh it's it's awesome to be able to connect with you and then i uh am able to connect you with the people that i know because uh the more of these type of conversations we can have the better the world will be i believe so um let's jump into the 3 Cs and uh we'll, we'll we'll start there so um as you may or may not know if you've been a listener of the podcast um I'm a lover of al- acronyms and I've been collecting hundreds of acronyms over the years and um uh sharing those uh more and more uh, as as time goes on and so what in, in in learning more about you, Dan, from your website and uh I've I stumbled across another one that I'm gonna add to the list and give you due credit. Uh it is ARIA and it says it's a four-stage model of change that is packed with practical evidence-based strategies for setting and achieving your goals, building habits, and using your willpower wisely. And yes. so I'm all in on that. So with that, I'll just let you frame it up to to talk about communication um, with ourselves, others, life
1: itself, that power acronym. Could you take us into that a little bit? Yes, of course. So a little history of this before I tell you how it works. Um, I used to work in a partial hospital program, which is um, a place. It's sort of like the hospital, but you get to go home at night. But it's very intensive. And so I would do groups all day long for people who are really severely mentally ill or really having serious problems in their life, right? They literally just get out of the hospital. So it's called a step down from a hospital. And uh, I would do groups uh, to help people improve and, you know, use all these various coping strategies and stuff. And one of the models that we used in the program is called the change curve, right? So it's it's seen in business, um, and it normally looks like um, denial, resistance, exploration, action, right? So it's a practical model, and I would walk people through this model. And what I found was um, each stage had somewhat of a psychological. Risk, right? So to move from denial to uh, even resistance, you have to basically agree that there's a problem. Otherwise, you're still in denial and things like this. But uh, what I found was uh, uh, I wanted to make my own version of this. And so I created one with the ARIA word there, and it stands for awareness rather than denial and then um, resilience, and then inspiration and action. So it's kind of the same curve. But I also added a sort of the flip side of ARIA with the same acronym. So each stage has a counterpart, and that's the psychological part. And so uh, awareness has the opposite of acceptance, right? And we can uh, totally unpack this as we go, but I'll just lay it out for you. And then uh, resilience has uh, the opposite of resistance. And then inspiration has intention as the balancing part. And then action has the balancing part of accountability. Mm. So it's all all great to talk about. You're going to do some goals and stuff, you know, and that's just your basic kind of, awareness of what you want, you know, get your resilience going, get some inspiration and take some action. But what I found working with so many people is that um, people get hung up, (laughs) right? (laughs) You know, it's not like a straight line to the left, as Brian would say. It's all sorts of things. You set your goal, but then you have this internal dialogue going on and what I found with the, the heroic program is uh he outlined it perfectly. There's your identity, right? And your daimon. And so our identity, as you know, is are simply our habits of how we are day to day that forms your identity, you know. James Clear stuff. And uh then there's your daimon, right? And I really look at this as uh not only your higher ability or, you know, Arate and all of that, but accountability. And so in the model, uh, you have your identity and your daimone um, kind of following along and making sure that you're really, really being virtuous to yourself. So that's the model. And uh, to expand on it even more crazy, Uh, I interlaced it with um, the six virtues and 24 character strengths from the positive psychology. And I put each um, character strength mapped into the four stages of change. And I put it together in a hexagon so you can keep track because it's like massive, like memorization, right? You know, Mm -hmm. not only do we have, Four, four stages that have two layers to each, and then um, you know the six virtues and the 24 character strengths, this is a whole th- impossibility to remember. And so in yeah. order to keep it all straight, I created um, a thing called the Optitron, <laughs> right? So okay, Brian okay. has his uh, compass, right? And I have the Optitron, which is a, a hexagonal layout of the four stages of change, six virtues and 24 character strengths. So you can see it uh, visually. Wow, that's beautiful. Uh, I, I would be love happy to show you uh, my 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 model. It, so I have this online as um, an interactive like. Uh, website, so you can click on the various um, character strengths, right? But just conceptually, I'll show it to you. I happen to be an artist, and so i made it um, for this really fun box. Oh, wow. And so this is part of my daily practice. I use this box to keep track. And so I'll just go through it with you if you don't mind. Go ahead, yeah. All right, so this is is a symbol of the ARIA model. And I used gold because... um, Uh, you know, the story of the Golden Buddha, right? Mm -hmm. If you were to actualize all of your 24 character strengths, you would be the Bodhisattva. You'd be living with full Arte. And of course, this is, you know, only select individuals can pull this off, right? But I wanted that to be the frame of that's your ideal, is could you actualize all of your 24 character strengths? So... This has nothing to do with the the Optitron. This is just me messing around because I'm a very creative person. But I made this cool box that explodes, right? But so I made all these images. But nonetheless, um, so here's the model right here, this one here. But I put all the virtues out here, and I'm a I'm kind of a fan of like techno and weirdness like that so I made it kind of like cyberpunk right just to make it more engaging and you can see it in some of my videos online Uh, I do like a tutorial walkthrough of aria and stuff like this and it's all cybery it's real fun but I'll show you the model so you can see it
0: awesome awesome um okay so for those who are just listening right now, what I'm going to do is once once Dan sends it over to me, um, I will put it in the in the show notes, like a link or something like that, so yeah. that you know if somebody wants to see it uh, after the fact, they can have it. and then um, also, I just encourage you to check out the video because that box is incredible. What a yeah. What a powerful creative act to really put it physically into the world and have a tangible something that you can return to and like that is a powerful powerful tool um man there's dan there's there's all kinds of
1: places we could go with this This great you you literally opened pandora's box (laughs) oh we haven't even begun so it's got four levels this box okay yeah so you know i'm a very um conceptual kind of person so this helps me a ton uh, so just so you can kind of visualize it. Um, so here's a printout. And this is all in the ARIA model. Whoops. There we go. So you can see the center is awareness and acceptance. Without that, you cannot start any goal. And then the second ring there is resilience and resistance. Once you have a goal, you need energy and boundaries, that's your resistance. And then going Mm -hmm. to the third ring, inspiration and intention. So in other words, you might get a little boost from, you know, um, seeing your heroes, that's inspiration. And intention down here, this is probably what you're working on a lot with people community of how is this going to matter in the world? What is your intention with this goal? And then the Last ring here is um, the top part is action and accountability. So, of course, we do need to take action. And, uh, you know, people talk a good game, but they don't get it into action. And then once they do an action, they don't do any accountability. They don't actually measure. Right. And so uh, that's why I created this model. And so in the same kind of thinking, the ring here is uh, the same, four four rings or four levels of aria. And I've mapped all the the character strengths there, and they're color-coded. So wisdom there is purple. uh, Red is courage. Green, temperance. Blue, transcendence. Orange, humanity. Justice is yellow. And then these outliers here, we're just to help frame it, and they're all part of accountability. So wow, that's a monster. I know it's awesome. It's awesome, and so
0: this is the beauty of a of an acronym, right? Because you can take those four, you know, those four letters, and then mm-hmm. you've expounded and expounded and expounded, and it just keeps on growing, you know, legs and and deep and, and, and deepens as your understanding deepens. I'm sure you, it was. You, you didn't say, I'm going to start with this octatron and all this stuff. But as you continue to pour over it and, and, and really meditate and marinate inside of it, uh, it, it just starts to expand. And I can imagine that is the same type of experience your clients and the people around you can experience as you get to know them, you build that relationship and you communicate about these ideas if yeah. uh anyone is interested in the the VIA character what what Dan is referencing viacharacter.org is a wonderful website positive psychology uh where you can take a short quiz and understand what your uh top 5 character strengths are and it will also give you a free list of all 24 that they that they measure based on how you answer that quiz so Dan, you might be wondering. Uh, you might be thinking. My next question is: What are your top five uh, character strengths?
1: Oh, I'm glad you asked me because they're right here in my box. Or <laughs> <laughs> I'll put the lid back on so I don't blow it for you. So you might be able to guess, but my top one is creativity, right? Okay. Yeah. I put um, around my center here, I put creativity and, you know, there's a spirituality. They all go around as they fold out. And the reason I did that was to remind myself of lead with these things, right? So I think it was Tom Rath who said, don't try and, you know, um, use character strengths that are really aren't your strengths, that they're not your signature strengths. Because his point was, um, you will do so much better at just being yourself, right? So myself looks like creativity, curiosity, love of learning, spirituality, and gratitude. Those are mine. And I added one because this hexagon has the need for six. All right. So I added bravery because um often this is very difficult for me. Sometimes I just go, no, nah, that's really too weird or something. And, you know, nobody's going to relate to this. right? <laughs> and so I sometimes just think it to myself and, you know, this box I made for myself, but it's part of my personal mission to share more about this with other people and get outside my comfort zone and reach a wider audience.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. That is so cool. And yeah, every, every character strength is evident in, in this conversation already. And also just in right in that box. That's, that's incredible. What a beautiful. So I'll share
1: the next two parts with you if you don't mind. Yeah, go ahead. Just to kind of tie it all on. This box is available on Amazon if you really want to. It didn't okay. cost much. But of course, I had to make all these graphics. So going inside, I then put um, six power animals in it. And so oh. Brian has um, uh, some uh, exemplars on his wall, right, for mm-hmm. motivation. And because of my uh, background with shamanism, uh, my father got me into that very early in life. I actually went to a to a workshop with Sandra Ingerman. She's a famous uh, sh- uh, practitioner. And back in the 80s, this was hardly known, right? So there was a guy, Mark, Michael Harner, who wrote a book called, you know, The Way of the Shaman. And Sandra Ingerman was his graduate student at the time. So I got exposed to this immediately, like I was 21 or something. I was the youngest guy in the room, for sure. And uh, the awareness of using these concepts of power animals can really motivate. And it's the same as um, what Todd Herman talks about in uh, Alter Ego, is you Mm -hmm. adopt the persona. So one is a tiger. I use that to keep myself, you know, energy, work, and love. Well, this is my energy, right? Because I think of tiger and the energy of that. And, you know, so I have six of these. And then on on my newest thing, um, I have this chakra, right? So this is a crown chakra. And inside here is my little heart, sacred heart there. But I added the six chakras for fun. Because as of late, I've been exploring uh, Reiki systems and uh, the chakra system just for more awareness. And so um, that's been totally life changing. We could talk for hours on that, but I put that into the thing. And then in the middle, I put my little heart, right? And inside, I also made... This fun little game that I play—it's like cards. So I made all the character strengths and little cards in case I need to reference. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm blown away. This is the coolest. This is the coolest thing. Like, I, you know, it's it's really incredible. And um, I hope you are you are proud of that work because uh it is what a gift that you're giving to whoever receives it. That is yeah. that is really awesome.
1: And so I know it's a lot to keep straight. And so that's partly why I made it for myself. And uh, also, um, uh, it's very practical. All of the character strengths are actionable. And that's why I really love that model. And I really love that Brian also uses it. Uh, He and I hit on this idea about the same time. And so I often ask my wife, well, who came up with it first, right? You know, because he came up with his Virtue's Compass, and I came up with this Optitron thing, right? Mm -hmm. And so they're similar, right? Mine is a little bit more, um, like, overblown. Like, every single one I try and activate, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I what's wrong with that? Right. It's, it's, Nothing. <laughs> it's super <laughs> right? cool. It's just, you know, it's, it's just very hard to keep it all straight. You know? Right. And so, so it's why I created this.
0: Yeah. And, and one thing that it, it just kind of, for anyone listening, that's like, Whoa, what, you know, going, going deep, 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 which is what I, I, it's the sandbox I love to play in. I mean, I, I hope that you can take, you know, one of these things like you can, you can also just put everything back in the box and fold up those power animals. You can fold up, you know, whatever you need to do. And then just say, you know what? Today, I'm going to think about awareness. Today, I'm going to think about this. And you just start there because that's just the power of of compounding, the power of that intentional action and consistency through that is, is like that first commitment it sounds like you have to make is, I'm going to do this work and i'm going to i'm going to walk through that door and and i don't know what's going to come about it but i'm open to receiving whatever it is and working with it in my own time and i think that that is just what it's really about because over time as you continue to take those steps you'll continue to grow and that understanding will just become more and more and that's when you find that strength to continue and then go you know what there's another door back there I'm going to open that one up and, and see where I can, I can, um, how I can navigate with that. And, you know, talking with Dan, like Dan, you, obviously you've got years and years of experience in this walk. Mm-hmm. And so, um, it's just amazing that, you know, we can connect and that you can connect with others, uh, to be that guide that somebody might need to, you know, shepherd them
1: along. And, um, that's, that's really cool. Um, To put it on a small end, uh, you know, nobody needs to do the whole model here. But the main two are awareness. What do I want, wish, or hope for? And then the actionable character strengths are curiosity about that. Simply what's possible. Love of learning. You simply start learning. Well, is that even possible? Right? You start exploring. And then creativity. You add your own thing of how do I show that? whatever the goal is. And then the flip side of this, this is the hard part. This is where all the counseling work comes in, is um, acceptance. So there's three character strengths there that, from from my model, is uh, judgment, perspective, and spirituality. So judgment is there because uh, people say, well, I can't do that, you know, to quote Joseph Campbell. Right, And and people simply are stuck in their irrational beliefs about what is possible. And so that's a lot of the work that I do. And then perspective of how would I actually even begin that? What would it look like? That's another character strength. And then this is the really hard one, spirituality and purpose. People often know. That they're, they have a purpose or a calling, you know, the hero's journey, right, right there. And yet they refuse. That's the work that I do with people is helping them resolve that, yes, they have a goal, but they're standing there on their own foot, right? <laughs> because uh, they cannot give themselves permission to follow their own calling and start working on it. Now, once that gets resolved, then the other three um, rings of aria here, or stages of change, totally unfold quite easily. You know, you start getting your energy up, you start setting boundaries around your time or whatever, you find some motivation out there, and you take some actions. That part's easy. Yeah. (laughs) In comparison to solving the riddle of, why am I in my own way? (laughs) Ah,
0: yes that is the riddle right that is the ultimate riddle and sometimes it's about you know when when you find yourself on that riddle it it is uh the answer is something that you actually have to confront more than you have to solve like more than you have to figure out because i think a lot of times you 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 know subtly there's this soft soft whisper saying this is what This is what it is. And then it comes to to have that courageous, bold act to say that is what it is. And I'm ready for it.
1: Yeah, I call that acceptance. And I think Mm -hmm. I get that word from um, uh, the lady who wrote um, um, Brian Katie. And she talks about um, a lot about acceptance and same with uh, Brene Brown right, of <laughs> vulnerability and really owning, like, where am I? Am I even doing anything? A, am I accepting the call and all of that? It's mm-hmm. a big step. And this is what I saw in the, uh, in the partial hospital program. You could introduce ideas to people, and they simply could not um, bring themselves to take the psychological risk to work on themselves. It took a lot of effort to accept where are you, you know, in your process? Are you even using any of the tools, right? That's a big accountability, right, from the start. But once you resolve this, uh, then you're good to go. Uh, Brian talks about the etymological root of ambivalence. I Mm. love that. Ambivalence, strength on both sides, So when we're ambivalent about our goals, it simply means you're aware of what you want, but you're not necessarily accepting of where you are. And so you're arguing both sides and then you're just wasting energy stuck.
0: Oh, man, that is just a powerful, powerful thing. I love it. Um, You know, etymology, in addition to acronyms, is something that I just that really just fires me up as well. And that's a that is such a wonderful frame. Um, that is powerful. Um, I was, I was flipping through my notes trying to find, like, I'm, I'm missing yeah. one from my memory bank, uh, on my, on my own strengths, my own signature strengths. Mm-hmm. I can't, I, I commit to them every day, but for some reason the conversation, it's not coming up, but minor love of learning, hope, humor, and judgment. And then there's one more I, I can't, mm-hmm. I can't quite place right now, but, That's um, man. Wow. I think there's plenty of notes to be taken there. Um, and, and I, 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 uh, in in the interest of time, I want to shift the conversation a bit. Um, again, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to request that I get a link to some of these things so I can include it in show notes and things. Um, so people can, um, take part if they want to, you know, dive deeper, uh, with you, Dan. So, uh, but in that, uh, Along that same line of thinking, let's move to that second C. I think we 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 definitely covered yeah. communication quite well, um, and that's the thing. It's like language is what opens these doors, right? And so when we have these proper definitions, or if we if we understand from a certain fundamental uh, lens of going ambivalence, yeah, I've heard that before. But that etymology that takes it that one extra step, I'll never think about ambivalence the same way again. Right, and so it's uh it's, it's so wonderful.
1: So I'll share uh, one more with you since you love it. Okay, let's go. Uh, so once you've right like done the ambivalence and you've resolved it, you've decided, and the root word of this is dicere, to cut. So you're going to cut off the part that is resisting so you can get it in action. This is huge. Because, you know, half of the time we're in, eh, well, I'm not sure. And you just, you just added a hundred pound weight on your back. right? And if you can right. literally cut that off, you're good to go.
0: Amen to that. And uh, it, it, it calls to mind the other, uh, what, what a hundred percent is easier than 99%. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. awesome. Let's shift to the second C. So community. And so I asked this of all my guests. Uh, It's a fun question that came out serendipitously with uh, uh, a previous guest of mine. And it was just like, yes, this is an anchor of the show. And so uh, community, I I asked this village, it's called the village question. And so uh, imagine that you are given a plot of land and they say, Dan. Uh, We love the uh, (laughs) Octatron and we want you to build a community uh, over here on this part of land. And uh, but, you know, what we have is, you know, uh, east and south uh, or uh, north, south, east, west, uh, a cross section of roads and what to to lead your people to your new community. And we're going to put four signs, you know, facing each direction with a message, a value, a virtue uh, to attract that community uh, to this place. And so, Dan, the village question is that what message, virtue, value would you put on each of those four signs? You don't have a lot of space, but you have some.
1: (laughs) Okay, I'll attempt to this. This is a hardwood. So what what. Um, What virtue would I put on the sign on the four directions?
0: Yes. Yes. One one, uh, virtue per sign.
1: Okay, so I would definitely put wisdom as the most important and then uh, courage right behind that. Uh, Humanity, because that's going to help the community. And um, transcendence, because that's what we're all really aiming for, right? To become the greatest versions of ourselves in service to others, not just to be, as Brian always jokes, you know, not just to have a six-pack, right? That's not the purpose at all.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. I love those. I love those. Uh, Wisdom.
1: Courage.
0: (laughs) Courage, humanity, and transcendence.
1: Yeah. So I'm More. leaving out temperance and justice. If we were to round it out for the six.
0: Hmm.
1: But uh, yeah. I'd go with the four then.
0: Yeah, I think that's a strong four. I think it's a strong. Yeah. four. Um, that that spurs me to uh, inspires me to ask another question because so it, especially in the context of community. Mm-hmm. So you put something up and you start talking about transcendence you know mm-hmm. that is not something that is typically in common conversation right yeah. and but however you know with within you know uh entertainment for example we're watching stories of transcendence and and we're watching stories of humanity we're watching you know what i mean we yeah. we watch stories as an entertaining thing uh i was watching Connor McGregor's uh new uh Netflix documentary. And like that is a story of transcendence, right? Like it gets my energy, it gets my energy going. Like I'm like, oh yeah, you know, but I mean it's it's charting his path, right? And like it shows how he's he grows as a person, you know, through loss and through fighting and all that kind of stuff, right? That's a story of transcendence of a man going from one place to another to another. But if you say, hey man, uh, that Conor McGregor Netflix, it's cool. It's all about transcendence. People are going to go, ah, I'm going <laughs> to, I might take the, I might take a left turn or a right turn and avoid that community because of the languaging. And I don't, I don't know if I interface with it. So yeah. I wanted to ask the like I want to frame it up that way and ask the question of how can we help our local communities be more open to conversations like this within, You know. Transcendence, because like at some point it has to leave the yoga studio, mm-hmm. it has to leave these places and get into our homes, it has to get into our offices, and it has to get into the government, for example, mm-hmm. so we all have a a, a unified and aligned um, approach to making these changes that we know you and I know uh, could make long lasting wonderful changes to, to equip people, uh, to live their life on purpose. So how do you think we can better do that?
1: Sure. So, um, let's look at that word transcendence, which gives everybody pause. Uh, it's kind of like, um, Maslow's hierarchy of needs and self-actualized individual. What? Right. <laughs> it sounds great, but you know, it sounds kind of frightening too, you know, like how am I ever going to be that? Uh, so with positive psychology, they've broken down transcendence into the character strengths. So everybody kind of agrees. That's why they wrote that, is, um So there's some agreement of what are we talking about. So they named it like this. Spirituality, um, hope, one of your character strengths. Humor. I think that was your other one. Uh, um, lo- uh, appreciation of beauty and excellence. This is the one most people think of when they think of um, transcendent, you know, when you have that sense of awe and you look out and, you know, you see a gorgeous sunset and you feel that moment and you're like, "Ah, oh, that's a transcendent moment. But then the other character strength that people often use practically is gratitude, that you get into a transcendent state when you give and you appreciate You know, the pay it forward idea is one of those gratitude and transcendent moments for people. And so I like their frame of um, making these all kind of practical. Those are all words that everybody can relate to. And uh, then transcendent doesn't sound so scary. But the one that really hangs people up is spirituality because people are, you know, they have lots of like not to say negativity around it, but freak out, you know, people have been kind Badge. of, yeah, the people have been told so much of what to do that they don't want to do that. And that kills your autonomy. And that's why people don't like that. So I like the word purpose. So I often say spirituality or purpose, meaning that's a transcendent thing. If you follow your bliss, you're being who you are, you're gonna feel a flow state, a transcendent state when you're doing that. So I hope I'm answering that question. No, <laughs> I,
0: I think it on I a think yeah. No, you're great. I think it colors in some lines there. Um, I I had I was gonna leave this for the end of the episode, uh, but uh, since you we we keep talking about it, and you, you just brought it up, uh, the question of purpose. Uh,
1: yeah. What does living on purpose mean to you? So this is um, back to the hero's journey and stuff like this, right? So uh, if you really check in with yourself and you can really listen to yourself, uh, we all have a purpose, and some people are very clear on it, and others it takes a lifetime because of the programming of somebody else of what you're supposed to do. But as Joseph Campbell pointed out, um, when you start following your own thing, you know, you follow your bliss. That's what he talked about. And uh, then, oh man, you're, you're in flow. You're feeling happy because it's who you are. You can see it with a lot of people now um, who are owning their gender, right? You know, that there's a lot of um, um, feeling right. You know, that that is my purpose. And, you know, it goes against everything everybody ever told them. No, you're this or you're that. And they're like, no, this is who I am. And they feel empowered when when you do that, you know. And so that's the real trick of purpose is could you listen to yourself, your inner daimon right there. And often it's calling and sometimes you don't want to hear it. I know mine is quite strong (laughs) right and a lot of the time i'm like no that's too crazy right and i simply don't want to follow it right and then half half the time i'm like i have no choice and so you know this is a book that um that brian has not covered but i'll share it with you is called the soul's code by um um hillman i forget his first name Uh, I think it might be James, James Hillman. So I read this long before I encountered the word daimon from Brian, uh, where he talked about this. The soul's code is a a daimon that is kind of giving you your purpose or destiny or calling, you know, and uh, he unpacks it really well because he's a depth psychologist, which is like an extension of, Carl Jung and his um, frame. So depth psychology goes into archetypal stuff. And, you know, it's not like the most fun of therapy, right? Because that's kind of a never ending deal. They used to do that kind of work, but not anymore. But definitely that isn't a gateway to knowing what am I here to do? Let me ask you, soul's the, code.
0: Yeah, I, I love it. I love that. Uh, that recommend. Um, let me ask you this though, because when we think about purpose and it is so self directed, right? And I, you know, as I mean, I just renamed the, the, this podcast on, you know, done on purpose. It's a play of words, but at the same time, gets to where I want to be, uh, in terms of the conversation, right? And, um, in the exploration of purpose, there's, there's so many different frameworks and different things, you know, lenses of thinking on ways that you can kind of start that process, um, but it's it is so self-directed yes i I say that, and then you know in in some of what you said uh, and you know we, we, we've talked we've talked about shamanism, we've talked about all kinds of things, so um you know the the biblical uh I, the biblical illustration of uh the serpent in the garden. Uh-huh. and says, well, you know, why don't you just bite the apple? You want the apple, right? You know what I mean? And so I think about that in when it comes to the self-direction of finding my purpose. And so, Dan, the question to make it a little bit more clear is, how do we know when it's a truly virtuous quest that we're on versus maybe a more vicious and subtle and um uh voice that we're that we're actually being tempted to to follow that is a uh that's a hard one and uh if you could bring some uh, light to that that'd be great (laughs)
1: i'll attempt it so um Let's just go with something practical, right? So one thing I work with is people who have addiction, right? So this is a vice, obviously, but they're in denial. They are minimizing it or rationalizing it, right? And so if you tell them, hey, you know, you're drinking too much, right? They will have all these excuses, right? But, um... What you want is them to be more virtuous, you know, to your point of, well, how do we do that? So um, if they cannot resolve it and they simply go about an action and the action would be I'm still drinking, you know, to excess. Right. And of course, there's moderation out there. And, but you would know and the people around you would know. And this is the part that will help you to know, am I living a virtuous life? Is the last part of this model after the action, you have accountability, and there's three character strengths right there. honesty, right? Gratitude, mm-hmm. and humility. right? So honesty will just blow you apart of is this virtuous or not? Because you're going to check it with how did that action land in around me, right? and honesty is part of the virtue of courage right it takes courage to admit oh wow i just went on a bender and now i'm late for work and now i'm getting written up you got to come to some hard honesty on that and then humility right that brian talks about this himself of nobody just jumps out of the box and has it all figured out you have to have the humility to go oh that that isn't a virtue. I'm not on my path. I'm not acting with who I am. I'm lying to myself. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so, you know, humility, this is from the virtue of temperance of can I basically check in with myself and be aware of what am I telling myself? And then gratitude, a lovely um, way of holding yourself accountable is are you taking things for granted in your life, right? Like, you know, you have a nice job and you have lots of money and you're out drinking every night and living it up. Well, you might be taking it too far, right? And so dialing it back of, wow, I do have a nice home and I do have a nice uh, job and I don't want to take it for granted. Mm. That will get you back onto am I really living with purpose or, um, virtue, you know, and those three things will totally put you in check. Beautiful. Wow. That was great. Uh, thank you for
0: answering that. Um, and I think that, uh, you can, you can just, uh, pick and replace whatever kind of thing that you're, you're talking about in that same lens and Mm -hmm. you'll have some, some direction on where to go. Um, all right. So Dan, before we, before we wrap up today, I did want to talk to you about your, um, own experience with the heroic community. So, um, sure. I'm sharing it with some friends and, um, anybody who will, uh, listen to me <laughs> yeah. about it because it has been so transformational for me over the last 340 something days that I've used it, I guess. And, uh, the, the coach program has been incredible for me as well, just to, uh, have this bank of tools that I can use personally, uh, share with others. And it's really just changed how I, how I think and approach different situations and made me a, a better person overall. So, um, I was curious, how did you get involved in heroic and, uh, yeah, let's just start there.
1: Yeah. So, um, I think it was like in 2019, somehow I came across Brian, I think it was maybe on YouTube or something, and I saw him doing a philosopher's note. And back then, he was a much smaller guy. Uh, you know, he still and everything, but you know he wasn't like this ripped individual with <laughs> tattoos everywhere, right? He's real intense now. You know, back then, he was kind of, you know, he would call himself a philosopher, and that was fine. And along the way, he became heroic the more he read about stoicism and stuff. But so um, I remember, you know, he had uh, Optimize, I think it was called back then. It's named, you know, it's changed names a few times. Philosophers knows and Optimize. And uh, he said, you know, I'm going to do this coaching program and we're launching it. And I thought, wow, that's great and uh it was a thousand dollars, just like it is today and uh I remember I was talking to my wife, and she's like, "Are you insane <laughs> like you you're gonna spend a thousand dollars on that, and I'm like, "Yeah, and she absolutely told me not to do it, right, So I pretty much used my own money and did it right, you know, kind of against her will, right, you know, against the family budget at the time. Because yeah. I saw that. Been man. there, done that. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> I said, been there, done that. I can relate. <laughs> yeah, well, it was a risk, you know, because, you know, I could have been in the doghouse if, if, you know, I was just wasting money on coaching programs or something. But the the nice thing about it was he, he framed up kind of uh, how to take actions along the way. He's got all sorts of stuff in there. And, uh, you know, he's got module zero and stuff. And here's a funny thing that he never talks about, but he should. It's really funny. So coach one, he rolled it out and he does, you know, intro to co- coaching and what we're going to do and everything. The very next week, he broke his arm. Mm. And so he showed up with a broken arm in a cast and shared the x-rays and everything he he fell off the um the the rock wall the rock wall that he made in his backyard he fell off and hit something like a like a brick or something and it broke and um they repaired him and so he called the very next module module x And got that from Phil Stutz, right? And all of his stoic philosophy kicked into gear, man, of when obstacles come your way, you just go with it. And so there he was, like, modeling it live time. Any any person would be like, you know what? That's over. I'm going to lay around and deal with my broken arm. Nope. There he is, you know, on camera with his broken arm talking about this is this is how it is that no matter what comes your way, you simply continue and you keep working your protocol. And he did. He literally did push ups with one arm and stuff like this to keep his fitness. And then he bragged about how he was training his arm to improve. And over time, he was talking about how he, um, uh, you know, the doctors told him, I oh, it'd be six weeks and all that. Right. Oh no, man. Brian was like back to it within probably a month, you know, and, and cause that's just who he is, of course.
0: Right. Absolutely. You know, it it reminds me of, uh, Epictetus. He, yeah. he, he famously has a, a limp leg. Right. And, uh, you know, one of the greatest, uh, philosophers of, of our time and, a a founder of you know stoic thought in 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 certain extent and uh you know what wisdom can come out even though he has that uh handicap uh if you will and so yeah that's just another example of how when you put this type of uh thinking into practice what more you can do and you can do even more than you think you can do uh when you have the right type of tools and frame of mind um, about it
1: Well, one thing that was great about that class and today, even today, is Brian always makes it real, right? Mm. So it's one thing to talk philosophy and go, oh, the obstacle is the way and stuff. Well, there he is with his broken arm and he's doing anti-fragile work from the book, anti-fragile and Phil Stutz stuff of, you know, All this. Yeah. And so he would simply tie it, anything going on in his life or in our lives during the coaching calls, just as he does today, where he ties all the wisdom to something practical. And that's Mm -hmm. unheard of, you know, because books can touch on some things and you kind of go, oh, yeah, that's kind of like me. And then that's it. And so that's the real value of the heroic program is you see people in action actually doing the work with the the philosopher's notes that he's always talking about and um they just become a part of you and what's really awesome is when you see it in other people and everybody's kind of talking the same language that's why I'm super excited for the uh heroic coach to have um the uh, social part, they used to have Oasis. That was the name of the platform. And uh, we would all get on and um, share our daily um, our daily uh, check-in, like our um, uh, energy work love. We'd have like worksheets and stuff and mm-hmm. our wins and everything, right? And our identities and our daimo and everything. And so, uh, you know, it's really fun to engage like that. And I'm not sure what happened with Oasis. It just, uh, it didn't get the love. <laughs> right. And so I know, I know now that he has all these resources that he's going to make it really, really phenomenal.
0: Yeah. And I, I like that you said that Dan, because one thing that I've gotten, of course, so much wisdom from Brian and the team and what he's put together through his content, but it is very intentional and very, uh, I mean, he's, he, he's, he's intense, but he's also humble. And, um, the people that you, I mean, Dan, you're an incredible guy. I'm so thankful to have known you. And it's not just you though. It there's so many people that you, we, we've had the opportunity to connect with that are really living life, uh, with a, with a grand intention. And if, you know, and nobody's perfect, nobody's you know everybody's just as human as anybody else but what's inspiring to me is that oh oh these people are not just drinking kool-aid and uh you know kicking around the you know kicking around the language they're going okay well i hear what you're saying and this is how it's impacting me and this is what i'm going to do about it and that's the fundamental difference uh that is that really sets heroic apart i think and um i'm really excited for social too um so uh Dan I just to be courteous of time um mm-hmm. when I'm trying to think like the the last question not to yeah, sure. uh you know it's like we could talk for hours and hopefully we get to talk uh for more yeah, um, so back on right absolutely absolutely um so let's just let's just leave it at this um for anybody interested in um or curious about, you know, employ, uh, applying, you know, what we talked about today, uh, maybe curious about what heroic is about, maybe curious about, you know, living on purpose and, you know, breaking through some of those obstacles that they might be facing today. Um, how would you encourage them, empower them to move forward after they stop this show?
1: Sure. So if, anybody is interested in uh, Heroic, of course, go check that out because it's um, a 30-day free like startup. And Brian doesn't say a whole lot about this, but there is a free version. You could simply be free for the rest of your life. And there's so much content there that you'd be fine. But of course, the the coaching program is awesome. The app is way awesome. Right to keep it all straight, he has his own uh compass idea and everything, and you can you know make sure you're keeping on track. That's a really, really great uh app. It's like um habit tracker or anything like that. That's what we all need, it's accountability right there in that app. Uh, but if a person is totally lost in his uh content because it's like, <laughs> I think it There's took a, me a year. Like systemically going through the program from start to finish, after I had already done coach, I did it again, right? It took me a year to get through all that content. So it's not it's not for the faint of heart, right? It's like a big program. Uh, so if a person doesn't have that kind of commitment or you don't really want to commit to that, then one of the coaches would be a good choice, including myself of do you want a place to start where you simply um, can get some of this going without having to commit to that heavy um, amount of information, you know, because unfortunately um, Brian has 600 philosopher's notes and that can be kind of like, what are you serious? <laughs> right. I mean, it's a monster, uh, you know, God bless the guy for however long he's been doing it 10 plus years. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: think that's great. Um, and you're right. There's, there's an entry point for anyone. Um, you can start with, you know, the free and it's like you get a plus one a day, a meditation a day and a, you know, a handful of quotes. And that's just a beautiful start. Sometimes it's all you need to take that extra little bit of step, you know, in the right direction. Um, but then there's the, the next level of like well I want to hold myself accountable with that habit tracking and the identities the targets and then if you want the systemized I'm ready to learn some stuff that coach program is the best program I've ever been a part of like it takes 300 days and it takes a 300 discipline 300 days if you want to do it that way uh, but I mean what I what I some of the value that I got of it was just cutting out all the other crap that I was filling my head up with You know instead of you know i just replaced joe rogan or something else that wasn't virtuously pouring into me and giving me something to really apply and so it's just there's levels for everyone and uh you know the the water feels good so come in and, and uh you know uh play with us so um dan awesome conversation dude uh really enjoyed it and uh if i'm ever in arizona again i will definitely hit you up
1: great yeah i'm downtown so come down it's a fun fun place in downtown tucson there's a lot going on it's really fun Sweet. Sweet. all right
0: um to my listeners thank you so much uh if you're uh listening this far then you should might as well subscribe doneonpurpose.com and uh give dan a a check out as well and uh we'll see you next time